I had always been intrigued by my mother's old mirror. It was a hefty, ornate piece with a tarnished brass frame that featured intricate filigree details. The glass itself was hazy, as if it had seen centuries pass and absorbed the secrets of countless souls. When my mother passed away, the mirror was the only thing I asked for. It was a curious inheritance, but I felt a strange connection to it that I couldn't quite explain. The day it arrived at my small apartment, I was eager to put it up. After a bit of rearranging, I decided it would look best against the wall beside my fireplace. I admired the way the dim light of the room flickered across its ancient surface, casting eerie shadows against the wall. As I gazed intently into the mirror, the reflection of the room gradually grew dark, and my surroundings dissolved into nothingness. What appeared before me was a version of myself, but not the person I recognized at that moment. My reflection was marred by bruises and wounds, and my eyes were wide open with an unmistakable expression of terror. It appears I was on the ground, crawling, struggling for life outdoors, amidst a snowy landscape, the cold winter air turning my breath into visible puffs of vapor in front of the mirror. I witnessed my own demise. I watched as my lifeless body succumbed to the forces of nature. In the blink of an eye, the process of decomposition began with my once vibrant flesh turning into a decaying mass. Birds descended upon my remains, their beaks relentlessly tearing at my lifeless form. I stared as they ruthlessly plucked out my eyes, reducing my visage to a gruesome spectacle. The entire moment transpired within an instant and the vision soon faded. Was the mirror trying to show me something? I didn't want to believe it, but deep down I knew it was true. The mirror had revealed a glimpse of my own death. With each day that passed, I was drawn to the mirror, unable to resist the pull it had on me. It began to show me more than just my own demise. It revealed the deaths of others too, friends, family, even strangers. Each vision it bestowed burned deeper into my psyche, and I found myself unable to escape the grisly images that haunted my dreams. My friends noticed the change in me. The once lively and sociable person they knew had become a shell of my former self, plagued by the morbid spectacles the mirror offered. I couldn't bring myself to tell them the truth, fearing they would think I'd gone mad. I tried to carry the weight of the knowledge alone, uncertain of what to do with the power the mirror had forced into me. The mirror became both a gift and a curse, an object that tied me to the darkness I couldn't escape. I knew I couldn't go on like this, but I couldn't break free from the mirror's hold. The visions it showed me were unbearable, yet there was a part of me that couldn't turn away. Exhausted and desperate, I turned to the internet for help. I searched desperately through forums and message boards, posting my story in the hopes that someone could provide answers. I even sought out a psychic, but the woman merely gave me a pitying look and said that there was nothing she could do. I was left to face the nightmare alone with no respite from the relentless torment of the mirror. One evening, as I stared at my own hollow eyes in the reflection, I pleaded with the mirror, please, please, just stop. I can't take this anymore. Why are you doing this to me? 
But as always, there was no response. Only more visions, more death, and more despair. The next day, there was a knock at my door. I opened it to find an old and mysterious man standing on my doorstep. His eyes were piercing and his presence was undeniably unsettling. I've come about the mirror, he said, his voice rough and gravelly. How do you know about it? I asked. I'm an antique collector, he explained. I've been searching for that mirror for quite some time. You see, it has a very unique history. Unique? I scoffed. It's been driving me mad. You have no idea what I've been going through. The man's expression remained neutral. I can't imagine what you've experienced, but I assure you, I'm quite familiar with the mirror's capability. Well, then help me, I begged. Please tell me how to make it stop. He hesitated for a moment before responding. I'm afraid it's not that simple. The mirror has chosen you, and it won't let go easy. Frustration and anger boiled over within me. Fine, I snapped. If you want to see it so badly, then come with me, but you'll live to regret it. I led the man upstairs, my steps heavy with dread. As we entered the room where the mirror was kept, I ripped off the cloth I had draped over it in a futile attempt to block out the visions. Look, I demanded, gesturing towards the mirror. See for yourself what it's done to me. As the man stared into the mirror's depths, his eyes slowly relaxed and a subtle smile began to form on his lips. He took a step towards the mirror, extending his bony fingers to gently caress its surface. The mirror seemed to shudder at his touch, as if recognizing a long-lost connection. Then, in a fluid motion, he took another step, disappearing into the reflection as if it were a portal. I stared, dumbfounded at the mirror that now only reflected my own bewildered face. I reached out to touch the surface, expecting to find it changed or altered in some way, but it was as solid and unyielding as ever. I ran my fingers over its cold glass, desperately searching for a hint of the man's presence. The mirror did not respond to my touch. Instead, it resumed its torturous parade of horrifying visions. Despite the terror, a steely resolve took hold of me. I had to know what happened to the man, whether he would emerge, and if I could follow him into the mirror's depths. The questions haunted me. Who was he, and how did he know about the mirror? Could he hold the key to my salvation or my doom? Determined to confront the mirror's secrets, I set up a makeshift camp in the room, sleeping bag and all, vowing to watch the mirror night and day. I bore witness to countless scenes of horror, each more grotesque and unsettling than the last. I watched as my own death played out in a myriad of ways. A brutal car accident, a slow and agonizing illness, a sudden and violent attack. Each vision etched itself onto my soul, but I refused to look away. The mirror revealed to me the grisly demises of people I knew and strangers alike. I saw a friend trapped in a burning building, his screams lost amidst the roaring inferno. 
I witnessed an unknown woman, her face twisted in agony as she fell from a great height, her body crumpling against the unforgiving pavement below. With each passing day, the mirror became my everything. I was consumed by its power, the endless cycle of death and suffering that played out before me. I felt my sanity begin to unravel as if the mirror were slowly tearing me apart from the inside. Weeks passed, and just as the last threads of my mind threatened to snap completely, the mirror offered up a new vision. The mysterious man emerged from the depths of the reflection, his gaze steady and resolute. The sight of him filled me with a mixture of fear, relief, and a desperate, burning curiosity that threatened to engulf me. The man stepped out of the mirror as though he had simply gone for a leisurely stroll, appearing unchanged and completely at ease. His long arms reached out and effortlessly lifted the heavy mirror from the wall. Well, I'll be on my way then, he said nonchalantly, tucking the mirror under his arm and walking out of the room. I sprang to my feet, blocking his path in the doorway. Well, you can't just walk away like that, I exclaimed. I bombarded him with questions, demanding answers for the torment I had endured. He sighed, his expression one of cool indifference. You won't have to worry about it anymore, he said simply. Once I take the mirror, it will no longer plague you. Reluctantly, I let him leave, watching as the man and the mirror disappeared from my life. True to his word, the visions ceased, and the terror that had consumed me for so long began to fade away. Over time, my life returned to some semblance of normalcy, and I tried my best to move on from the ordeal. But as the months passed, a strange longing took root within me. I couldn't shake the feeling that the mirror was still a part of me that it was calling out to me from some distant place. The more I tried to ignore it, the stronger the pull became. I grew obsessed with finding the mirror, convinced that I needed to uncover its secrets and reclaim it as my own. I scoured the internet, visited antique shops, and tracked down leads searching for any trace of the man or the mirror. Each dead end only fueled my determination and I felt as though I was losing myself to the pursuit. The mirror had become an integral part of my life, a twisted anchor that had shaped my very existence. In my heart, I knew that I would never be free until I faced the truth, no matter how dark or terrifying it might be. I had to find the mirror even if it meant journeying to the edge of madness and beyond. Over the course of nearly four decades, I relentlessly pursued any lead, rumor, or hint that might bring me closer to the mirror and the enigmatic man who had taken it from me. Each year that passed left me feeling increasingly desperate and consumed by my obsession as I chased shadows and whispers in the hopes of uncovering the truth. I traveled to the farthest corners of the globe, seeking out those who claimed to have knowledge of the mirror and its mysterious powers. From the bustling streets of Hong Kong to the hidden alleys of Marrakesh, I hunted for any trace of the man or the object that had ensnared my life. My personal life had suffered as a result of my fixation 
Relationships crumbled, friendships faded, and my career stagnated. The mirror had become an all-consuming force in my life, a dark and mysterious presence that I couldn't escape. I lost sleep, my health deteriorated, and my appearance began to show the scars of my fruitless search. Every dead end and false lead left me more disheartened, my frustration mounting as the years slipped away. The mirror remained an elusive and haunting presence in my life, always just out of reach, taunting me from the periphery of my thoughts. It was as if the mirror itself had become a ghost, an intangible specter that I could sense but never touch. Then, on what seemed like the eve of my death, a lifetime away from when I had first inherited the mirror, a knock at my door disrupted the quiet of my solitude. Opening it, I was astonished to find the man standing there unchanged by the passage of time. He gestured for me to follow him, and I did so slowly but without hesitation. We climbed into a black taxi that took us through the city to a small, unassuming brownstone building. The man led me inside and up a narrow, creaking staircase to the topmost floor, where he unlocked the door to a small, decrepit apartment. The space was dimly lit, the wallpaper peeling and stained, the floorboards warped and groaning beneath our feet. The scent of mildew hung heavy in the air and I shivered involuntarily as we entered the room. In the center of the apartment stood the mirror I had been searching for flanked by six others, three on each side. Each mirror appeared almost identical, their differences marked only by varying degrees of wear and tarnish. I stared at them in awe, unable to tear my gaze away as they began to flash in unison. Each mirror revealed a different image, a timeline of life unfolding before my eyes. In the farthest left mirror, I saw the moment of my birth, a tiny, fragile infant taking her first breath. In the subsequent mirrors, I witnessed myself growing and aging, progressing through the milestones of life. Each reflection captured a moment in time, an echo of the person I had been and the person I had become. The seventh and final mirror, the one that had haunted me for so long, revealed the stark image of my own death. I realized that they represented more than just the torment and mystery that had plagued me for years. They were a reminder of the fragile, fleeting nature of life, a journey from birth to death that each of us must undertake. At that moment, I understood that the mirror's purpose was as part of this set, not to frighten or torment me, but to reveal a truth that I had been too afraid to confront, that life in all its beauty and horror was a precious and ephemeral gift. I was confronted with the stark reality of the past 40 years I had spent in search of answers, driven by the insatiable need to uncover the truth. In my obsession, I had sacrificed love, friendship, and happiness all for a mystery that had consumed my very existence. I stared at the reflections, 
and I could see now the mirrors were just that, reflections of what could have been or what had already passed. They held no otherworldly power or secret knowledge anymore. They merely reflected the consequences of my own choices. It was a sobering realization and the weight of the life I had wasted in pursuit of this elusive truth bore down upon me. I looked into the seventh mirror, the one that depicted my death. There I saw myself leaving the man's house. The mirror is now a haunting memory. I walked tormentedly back to my own home, where I climbed onto a chair, fashioned a noose, and ended my own life. The image sent a shudder through my body, but I could not look away. A terrible sense of resignation and despair washed over me. My life had been reduced to this single unbearable truth. I had wasted everything in pursuit of an unattainable mystery. It seemed there was nothing left to do but accept the fate the mirror had shown me. With a broken soul, I turned and walked away from the mirrors and the man's house, retracing the steps I'd seen in the seventh mirror. I felt the weight of my failure and the emptiness of a life squandered as I returned to my home, preparing to carry out the grim prophecy the mirror had revealed. All the while, the old man watched silently, his expression inscrutable as I fulfilled my destiny.